Welcome back, guys, to the Make It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea, and I'm excited that you're tuning back in. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed last week's episode. I loved having Carmen here. It was such a great and inspiring episode. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly suggest that after you finish up here, you go check it out. I just want people to see that your setbacks don't define you and things that have happened in your past, whether it be to your business, your own life, mistakes that maybe you've made, you can turn those around and you can have a thriving, successful business. So pretty much that sums up last week's episode, but you are here ready to listen to this week's, which is going to be fun. It is all about my personal social media mistakes. And trust me, you guys, in the three and a half years that I've been trying to do this Instagram, blog, YouTube life, I have made one or two mistakes. (laughs) So I thought that it was a great idea to kind of share those with you because I'm kind of in in a point right now in my life where I'm trying to I'm trying to fix those mistakes or just start from scratch that way that I can build my business back up and what I'm doing here with an authentic voice on an authentic message and really bring you guys into this like world of positivity and learning that these setbacks don't define you, don't define your business and you can really just pick up anywhere and kick ass. With that being said, I'm going to jump into my first ever social media mistake. And this, preface this, I wish that I had somebody to listen to, to like teach me, to tell me, no, Chelsea, don't do that. Because honestly, I think I could have avoided most of these issues. But unfortunately, here we are. And I didn't have anybody. So I did make these mistakes and I'm ready to own up to them and talk about them and tell you how I'm fixing them. My first mistake, number one, giveaways. Listen, I'm a huge lover of giveaways. I think they're a great way to expand your brand, your message, um, just to get people that maybe wouldn't see your account to see it. The unfortunate part was when I started doing giveaways, they weren't the proper giveaways for my audience. And in turn, I did not get the right people interacting with my account. So here's the deal. I first started my account. I grew it pretty quickly. My first one to one, no, sorry, my first one to 10,000 followers, all real, authentic. I pretty much just did like a follow, follow back um, people in the makeup industry because that's how I started. I was doing YouTube tutorials with makeup. And so what I started doing was the like MUA follow for follow. So I was getting a lot of engagement. I really grew my my brand. And at that point, it wasn't a lifestyle brand. It was more of a makeup based brand. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I had been seeing a few other influencers or people on Instagram doing these things called loop giveaways. And I remember looking at them like, how do I get involved in this? I had no idea how to do it. I literally had no idea what I was doing in general, to be completely honest. But I figured there must be a way. So I started researching on Google. which guys seriously was my trusty sidekick throughout all of this. Like I found the craziest shit, great articles, um, great like top 10 apps to use if you're trying to be an influencer or like speak to brands or like whatever. I found so much stuff. So I highly suggest that if you're like looking for help, Google will be your best friend. Anyways, back to loop giveaways. So I had found this account, I don't even remember what it was called because I don't think it's still around, but it was just like a loop giveaway account. I'm like, okay, this is a little strange. 
pretty much you like pay through PayPal or Venmo or whatever it is, like an online payment system. You like send whatever amount it is. I think when I first started doing them, it was like 50 bucks to be in them. And you all would like post at the same time so that you would all like loop. So there'd be like 50, 40, 50 people like fashion, lifestyle, makeup, bloggers or entertainers or whatever like in this group and then you would like all post at say nine o'clock at night and if you didn't post at nine o'clock at night you were immediately like exiled from the group. I remember the stress I would go through like okay Chelsea it's 8 55 like you know in five minutes you have to post and if not like people are going to be pissed and people would be so livid if you like didn't do it on time or if you were late or early and like you have to think people from all over the world are doing it so there's different time zones there's all these rules it's crazy so after doing about one or two I'm like oh this is great I'm like really growing I saw probably an influx of like I don't know a thousand like 1500 new followers and like my pictures were getting more likes because Part of it would be like follow all these people and like every single picture for like to win a camera or to win a Gucci bag. There was like a ton of different ones that you could choose from. Some of them are like PayPal, cash, whatever. So I was doing them a lot. Like I'm pretty sure I grew from like 10,000 to 20,000 doing like the follow for follow and then the like bigger engagement loop giveaways. And, like, this need to get more followers just, like, kept just, like, veering its head. It was, like, in my ear. Like, come on, you you want to, like, be successful. You need more followers. Like, look at... I was comparing myself to, like, all these other people who had been doing it for a while. And, like, I need to get ahead of them. I need to... Like, how do I do that? I need to keep doing these giveaways. They're giving me all these followers and all this engagement realistically, it wasn't the proper engagement because at the end of the day, I wasn't building an audience. I was just pretty much paying for these giveaways to get followers who would then unfollow me. Needless to say, I didn't learn my lesson and I started doing like bigger giveaways. So these ones were like, you would pay about $200 and you are put with like, I think some of them have, like, they go up high. You can pay, like, $1,000 to be in these giveaways with, like, celebrities. Like, cert, like I know Trisha Paytas has done some, like, Tana Mojo, a bunch, like, to win cash. And you can do it with them, but you pay a lot of money because you know that they're going to post it. It's going to be seen by all their followers, and in turn, you're going to get some of that, right? So it's great for, like, instant gratification, but honestly, it's not worth it long run because as soon as the giveaway is over, you lose, like, 50% of what followed you. So I just kept growing. I kept paying for these like and I started noticing that I was getting a lot of like people who didn't even speak English commenting on my account. And in turn, I realized that like these giveaways that I was doing were actually attracting a lot of people from like Mexico, a lot of people from South America who wanted to win, which is fine, but they're not my target demographic. So as soon as like they realized that the prize was gone, they were gone. So it really didn't help. It did for an instant and then it just killed me. So anyways, if you are thinking about doing giveaways, I think now, now that I know all of this, I would definitely suggest partnering up with other blogger friends, put pitching 50 bucks each, either doing your own giveaway, 
or making sure that the people you're doing these giveaways with are your target audience. That's the biggest key in this. I wasn't making sure that they were my target. I just wanted more followers, more followers. I wasn't looking and seeing, oh yeah, okay, like this person who's going to share it, like they're in South America, but like why would anyone, why am I trying, that's not my demographic, they don't even speak my language, so they're never going to understand like what I'm, what I'm selling or what my business is or anything like that. So I think like if you, if your target audience is South American, then these were like perfect. But what I've noticed now is that a lot of these giveaways, they tell you exactly like US based or Canadian based or South American based, which is great because you really know what you're getting into. I follow a lot of people and I follow like influencers and bloggers who, you know, speak multiple languages and that's perfect for them. That way the people who follow them might stick around and be able to actually understand like what their account is, which I think is great. Number two, this was my biggest mistake and it has ruined my account and I've spent a lot of time trying to build it back up. Letting someone else run it. And I know if you're listening, you probably have a business or you're probably somebody who has gotten one of those emails that's like, your engagement should be higher. Let us run your account. Seven day free trial. Okay. I used to get them so much until one day there was this one called Get River. This was probably like a year and a half ago. And I was so tempted. I'm like, you know what? I'm not growing. The giveaways weren't really working anymore. I was losing followers. I didn't really know how to reach who I wanted to reach and the algorithms were changing. So I thought, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to sign up. I signed up. You like put some hashtags in and they kind of take over your account and help you interact with people and like find accounts to follow and figure out that engagement so that you don't have to. Especially if you're someone like me who has a full-time day job and then you come home to your family and you just can't find the time. Like you're doing a maybe a YouTube channel, maybe a podcast, maybe a blog or website and you just couldn't find the time. So I didn't see anything wrong with it. Fast forward, maybe like, fast forward maybe like three months And I started realizing that everything they were doing for me was fake. They were actually taking other people on their platform and they were just liking each other's stuff. So the engagement wasn't real. Nothing was real. And it was probably the worst experience. I felt, I felt just like dumb for even thinking that this was something that could help me. And if I could go back now, I would 150% say, hell no, I don't need you to run my account. And I think when I came out of that, I was in such dire need to, I was in such dire need to just boost my engagement back up because it had gone down so significantly after stopping this service because my account wasn't getting to other people. It was only getting to the people who were auto-generated through this website to like, engage, comment, all that stuff. So I was attempting so hard to like backpedal and catch up and, and get my authentic engagement back that it just never, it never came back. And I had a friend whom I, I, I love, he's great, but at that time he was also running a business and he suggested the same thing like, why don't you give me your account, your password, and I'll put it into this you know, website that my company or whatever is working on and we can get your engagement back up and it will be great. 
at this point I was desperate and I trusted the fact that it would work and needless to say it didn't um, this generated computer unfollowed a bunch of people like I'm talking family members and friends um, my fiance's sister do you know how awkward it is to have to go into someone's DMs and be like oops sorry I unfriended you like and then you have to be like I used an auto-generated whatever to it's just oh my god it was just so embarrassing and I've ha probably had to do that like 12 to 20 times with people that I sh my account shouldn't have unfollowed and then when I stopped using it again, the engagement just dropped. Like, I was authentically, before before giveaways, before 10K, even when I was around 5,000 followers, I was getting, like, 700 to 1,000 likes a photo. I was getting good engagement. People seemed to like my stuff. But I just got so greedy in this, like, monster machine of having to beat the person next to me. Com competition. Everybody was competition. <laughs> No, that's enough. Everybody was competition and I just didn't know how to get to where I wanted to be without thinking there was a tool to help me. And that was my biggest, biggest regret. And if I could go back in time, that's probably the one thing that I would change because I think I could be much more authentic account now and all those backpedaling sorry, that I've had to do just to get to where I was at one point in time. So it's kind of sad when you look back on it, but I try to look forward and look at things in a different perspective. I learned from it. I will never do it again. And the only person getting their hands on my password and my information is me. I can tell you that straight up. Okay, guys, number three of my four social media mistakes would be the follow for follow. You know the good old follow me, I'll follow you, or don't follow me, I'll unfollow you back if you don't follow me, whatever. The the whole game, you know, it's a, at one point in time, it really was a game. And I was playing it well. And it just, it just didn't create a community. I think the one thing that I'm doing now that's so different is I'm really trying to create a community of people. I want my outlook on life, which, you know, took me a long time to get to, but the outlook that positivity really can be at the forefront of what you're doing. And if you make it at the forefront, your life can just change. Doors will open that you didn't even realize could open. And I think that is my biggest my biggest, I'd say, it's not a regret, it's a, I wish I would have started the building the community at the very start and didn't make it so much about followers. That That is what it would be. It shouldn't be about the followers, it should be about the people that you're, you're interacting with, creating that family, that engagement, um, that's authentic. And people want to be on your page and they want to talk to you and they see you as a light. And that's what I missed when I first started this this entire this entire crazy thing that is you know social media. I went to um, I went to an event back in October I believe, and it was a really good experience. I met some amazing women. Uh, shout out to all of you guys if you ever you know listen to this. And I think what I learned the most 
was that the community you build is what will propel you forward. You know, I, I've been seeing a lot on Instagram about the whole self-made isn't self-made. You know, you have a whole bunch of people around you from your mom to your dad to your um, friends to your coworkers that have like supported you and helped you and have gotten you to where you are. And I, I agree with it. I, I always use the term self-made because you're working so hard and you're self-made. But no, you, you really do have a support system. And I had never built that. I never thought it was important. I thought everyone was out to just do it for themselves. No one wanted to help. But being surrounded by like-minded women really showed me that you can genuinely trust, confide in, make that make that authentic community that support each other. And I came back from that trip after not really posting that much because I'd given up. I said, there's no way my account is going to get back to where it was. There's no way I'm going to be successful. There's no way I can make my dreams come true. And I said, Fuck that, Chelsea. You are supposed to be a positivity light. You're supposed to make people think and believe that their dreams can come true if they just, you know, manifest it into happening with positive thoughts. And I said, if I'm going to start showcasing that on my on my Instagram and on everything I do, then I need to start believing in it 100%. And I can tell you, as soon as I did, my life started to change for the better. I got a new job that I love. I'm continuing this. I'm meeting some amazing people that I'm going to have on the podcast. And I'm just watching everyone's careers flourish. And it makes me so happy that I get to be a part of that and that people want me to be a part of that. And I'm not just in this by myself. And I I really do wish that 24-year-old Chelsea could have known that and that it was possible and you aren't doing it all by yourself. So I think... If you really want to follow for follow, it's not going to give you what you want out of it at the end of the day. Like I said before, it's instant gratification, but are they going to come back and engage with your posts? I don't think so. And even if you go on my, um, if you go on my Chelsea Laura Instagram right now, you'll see I follow a lot of people because after my account was given over to that friend with the generated, uh, whatever it was, honest to God, I don't know what it was, but it killed me. I was, like, I had to unfollow a bunch of people that, like, weird accounts, guys, like, male accounts that didn't even seem real, like, just people I wouldn't follow, and I just decided, like, I'm gonna unfollow those people, and I'm gonna try to follow back, like, the people who I remember following in the beginning, and I'm just not going to touch it anymore. Like, I will stay at the number I'm at, I will leave it, I don't want to unfollow anybody, and I don't want to follow anybody unless, like, I come across their account and I'm moved to follow them. And I think that in doing that has helped me, in doing that, it's just helped me feel better about the situation I'm in. Because I know People probably go to my account and say, why does she have 30,000 followers, but she only has 200 likes, even though, guys, we all know you can't see likes anymore, but you can scroll and see, like, what an account with 30,000 should have. Like, my engagement rate, pretty freaking low. My story rate's pretty freaking low, and I'm just trying to get back to this authentic place. Like, the biggest misconception, I think, if people go to my account is that she bought followers. I've never in my life used an app to buy followers. They were mistakes made by me thinking that these companies would help me grow, but they really weren't. And it was giveaways that were giving me 
not good visibility and not the right countries that are going to be interested in my what I'm selling which is this positivity brand now. So that's kind of what how I feel about the follow for follow. Um, I don't think it will help you, but if you feel it necessary, then you go, guys. And the final thing that I think was detrimental in kind of muddying up what I was doing on social media was the crazy amount of sponsored posts. Oh. When I first started this, I can wholeheartedly say I didn't want to make people feel positive. I didn't want to make people feel any kind of way because all I wanted was free shit. And that's 100% honest. I wanted what I saw other people doing. I wanted to be on PR packages lists. I wanted to just enjoy the life that it seemed like these people were living. So I would take any friggin' sponsored post that I could find, and trust me, if you search Google long enough, you'll find places that will hook you up with brands, and it didn't matter if I really believed in it, it didn't matter anything, actually. I was just doing it because I was being paid or I was getting free stuff, and when I kind of had this, like, aha moment when I decided I wanted to change my brand to be the, about this positive place and back to travel, because those were my passions... I decided not to take on any more sponsored posts. So the last sponsored post I did was in the summer for an alcohol beverage that actually I really like. So that was 100% real. But uh, it was back in the summer and I was paid for it. And I just decided it's not worth messing with my community that I'm building now to not trust me and then go back and be like, why did she promote this and this? It doesn't make any sense. So I've had brands reach out to me um, through email and I'm very proud of myself because I have told them until my engagement is higher and um, if I don't connect with them, then I won't, I'll pass on it. But if I really do want to work with them in the future, I've let them know that I'm working on my engagement and I'm working on my community and then if the time comes again and you're promoting and you want to work together, then I'm more than happy to reevaluate the situation then. And I've gotten some really good responses because I think people respect the fact that A, maybe you don't connect with um, the brand, or B, you don't feel like you can offer enough. Like, I'm not going to accept something even if I do like it if my engagement's low. It's just not fair to a brand. Um, I'm looking at it from both perspectives. I wouldn't want a brand to repost something if they're... I'm looking at it from both perspectives. And that's really helped me kind of unmuddy myself and make my account more about my, my positivity, my travel, and, and me, and fashion, because those are my loves and my passions. And I've honestly never felt better. I've never felt more me than in this moment right now. I feel like these setbacks I had taught me valuable lessons that I will take with me in whatever career path I go down. Do I regret them? There's a few that I wish I could have gone back and I wonder sometimes where I'd be at if I wouldn't have gone down that road. But unfortunately that's life and it's life to make mistakes. It's life to have setbacks and it's just, it's normal. So in saying that, I'm excited about my account. I'm excited that these 
mistakes have taught me lessons that I can take and hopefully improve my social media so that you listening come to my page, enjoy feeling a light, feeling positive, coming away feeling like you can conquer the freaking world. And that is what I want, as corny as it sounds, my legacy online to be. I don't want it to be that I've you know, sponsored Skinny Fit Tea back in 2017. I don't want that to be my legacy. And yeah, I did sponsor that. And I did do a sponsored post. And do I regret that now, looking back? It's like, yeah, why did I even do that? I just decided that I don't want that to be it. I want it to be that you feel great when you leave my page, that you want to tune in and listen and hear about people's successes and failures and how they've managed to turn them around. That's what I want my legacy to be. And I'm so excited that that's the path I'm on. And I'm excited that you're here listening. Those are my social media mistakes. Maybe a few little regrets. Like I said, they're lessons learned. And I'm excited to see where it all goes. Keep staying tuned. Keep staying tuned. God, keep, stay, stay tuned. No, oh my God. Stay tuned for more guests more business women, maybe some business men. I don't know. I've got so much in the works that I can't wait to have you guys listen and stay tuned because I will definitely be doing some giveaways. Normal giveaways, just me. Don't have to follow a bunch of random accounts, I promise. <laughs> and yeah, so stay tuned guys and I will see you in my next episode. And don't forget, go out and make it happen. Mm -hmm.